Good morning. Sit with me. Come on. It's time for a nice sit. Hmm. I just kind of tweaked my neck a minute ago, so if you see me grimacing or doing a lot of this, it's because I can't do a lot of this. Fragile. Fragile creatures. How you doing? You know, when you sit, sometimes it's good to do some of this. Kind of figure out where center is. And even when you start meditating, you can just get that more and more subtle until it's, you know, not visible. I'm doing it all the time. Forward and back, side to side, to where you wouldn't even really be able to see. But I'm just doing a little, maybe I can move this one vertebrae over there. Ah, that's better. So feel free to do that while you're, while you're sitting, while you're meditating. Um, you know, you can't really be still. It's not a thing. So, so embrace it. If you're new here, welcome. This is how we do it. I say hello. Then I light some incense, usually this one. Then I encourage you to follow these tips that I came up with for the five minutes that we'll meditate. Breathe deep, deep into your belly. Tip number two, if you're going to take a mental posture, make it a positive one. Dance party? Oh! Yeah, I do need to do that. Sorry about that. I'm a little off today, timing. That's when you'll hear a lot of random alarms going off. Tip number three. Um, don't make it miserable. That just means this isn't supposed to be a struggle. can be difficult. It can be difficult. Sitting down and shutting up. But if any part of it is like really anxiety provoking or just feels terrible, change it. Don't make it miserable. Okay, are you ready? We'll get Siri to help us out with the timer. When you hear the snap, it's been a minute. When you hear the other sound, it's been five, and then we're gonna journal. Your five minute timer is starting now. Enjoy. Thank you, Siri. 
Now journaling. And how about this? I said that I thought it would be good to maybe include some type of daily gratitude practice in these videos without making them too much longer. What if right after the meditation, we do the journaling and that's where you can get your thoughts out from meditation. Then we have another like so that's 20 seconds, and then we have 30 seconds of just, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Go ahead. Anything? What'd you come up with? You don't have to tell me. I won't tell you. There, now we're even. Whew. All right, how did you do? How are you? Let's talk. Mm. Keep your journal out. Make a quick list of some really big decisions or phases in your life over the past 10 years, let's say. Just like three to five things that you did in the past 10 years. Go ahead. You moved, went to college, left a job, left a relationship. Now, looking back on those, how many were precipitated by some fear or worry or anxiety? Like, did you make all those decisions because they were wonderful ideas and that's what you wanted, always wanted to do and you finally got a chance to do it so you grabbed the opportunity or was there somewhere before that story where there was some pain or discomfort? And you said, ah, I gotta change this. It's not a right answer here. But for me, and I think for I think for most people, even if we tell ourselves a different story and tell the world a different story, it's the it's the pain that motivates us most. Fear of losing something, fear of missing out on something, fear of 
just fear, pain, anxiety, or we're in a bad place and we just gotta get out. And then we get out and it gets better. And it's easy to look back and say, hey, I saw, you know, I saw something better and I, and I did it. I'm proactive. But really, it's more we were leaving something bad. We're leaving something, yeah, getting away from the, from the pain. My experience, a lot of people's experience, if it doesn't match your experience, well, maybe this isn't the, the talk for you. Um, and the way that we tell the stories, like part of my story is that I've always been an entrepreneur, that I started so many little business ventures and made money doing all kinds of different things, still do that. And it's easy for me to spin that to like, oh, you know, this is whatever, I'm so brave, I'm so smart, whatever, or to let people think that. But the, you know, the reality is I was saying no to jobs that sounded I don't I couldn't do that you know what I mean like I just had this aversion to regular work which I think if you have ADD you may you might understand that I think a lot of people with ADD end up being entrepreneurs they just they have trouble fitting in and they have trouble staying on task and they don't make the best everyday employees. So looking at that data, if your experience is like mine, don't get down on yourself. Remember that all data is good data, right? If that's if that's who you are and that's how you make your decisions, that's great information to have. Or how you make your, you know, a big part of your biggest decisions. So the question would be, what can you do with that data? What can you do with that information to design your life going forward? If you know that you're more likely to take action when there's some fear or pain or scariness, and maybe you're less likely to take action if there's just something a little bit better on the horizon and you say, oh, what I got is good enough. This is fine. How can you use that information to design your ideal life? I think the answer, for me at least, is that if you want to change something, you you gotta gotta make it hurt a little bit. You gotta find a way to 
look at that situation, that behavior of yours, that environment you're in, and you have to look at it honestly or, may, or look at it even uh, pessimistically and say, you know what? This isn't good enough. I don't, this, I, I don't like this. Even if maybe for years you've been saying, eh, this will do. So, so in a way we're kind of amplifying that negative feeling, amplifying that anxiety. I know, I'm supposed to be helping you feel calm, right? But this is part of a big picture life planning stuff. And this is just one tool in your toolbox to help motivate you. So ask yourself that question. What, what is it going to look like if that environment doesn't change in 10 years, five years? What's it going to look like? What's your life going to look like if that bad behavior that you know you engage in doesn't change? If you're smoking a pack a day, what's it going to look like in five or 10 years? Or if you're gaining weight every year, what's it going to look like? How, how, maybe it's tolerable now, but how can you go there in your mind and really feel it, really feel that sadness or that dread or that dark place that you would end up being? If you just kept doing the thing that you'd like to change, that you know is not good for you. Even if that thing is just sitting around watching TV, you know? If that pattern continues for 20 years, so... That's the exercise. It's very powerful. Do it with a journal. And make sure that you really go there when you do it. Really feel that, uh, that place. And you know I'm telling you all this out of love. We have this deep well of emotions that we can draw on to get us where we want. And so, you know, pain, anger, fear, sadness, they all exist for a reason. And you can harness them. Tell me what you think about that. Tell me if that's helpful at all. I know in the uh, people who talk about addiction would, would probably talk about rock bottom. Right? Like that's what got them to change is when they got to rock bottom. So when you're designing your life, you're designing your days, designing anything, just think about that. 
What is rock bottom? What would that be? Can I avoid, can I avoid going there? What would I need to do to avoid having to go to rock bottom in whatever it is? Or if you really think you're on that path, what would that really be like? Can you change that? And of course, on the bright side, what would the, what would the alternative look like if you did change it? I hope this was helpful. I hope it was helpful. If you have any questions, if you'd like to talk about anything specific, send them to me, please. And I hope you have a really wonderful day. I hope you come back tomorrow. Uh, I hope I'm here tomorrow and we can do more of the same. Having a nice sit, talking about it, journaling. All right. Have a really great day and I will see you here tomorrow. Bye.